Yesterday morning, I posed Ellie in front of one of the studio microphones, mm-hmm. you know, just to take a cute picture for the grams. And she grabbed the microphone and started making cute little baby noises. <laughs> so, of course, I had to hit record. And when I posted the video on Instagram, so many people responded with, oh, my gosh, she said hi. Now, let the record show. I didn't say that. Y'all said that y'all are the crazy parents who are like, our collective daughter is a genius. You know what's funny about you saying that is that I, you know, I write the show notes. And before we even started this conversation, I have it written down, this topic, as annoying parent alert. Yeah, it's not. Is Ellie saying hi? No, it's not me. I know she's not saying hi, but all y'all are like, oh my gosh, she's a genius. She's not even three months old. It is cute though. And she's saying hi. So if you didn't see the Instagram video, we should reshare it on our accounts uh, so so that it's up top. So it's one of the first videos, but this is Ellie. And, and y'all think she's saying hi into a podcast microphone. She doesn't know. She was grabbing the microphone because she thought it was a boob. She doesn't know it's a microphone. Hi. That's, That's a very Southern hi. 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 Um, like that's, she, I that's, will say, though, if she ever does anything in broadcasting or like she winds up being a singer or something like that. She's like the the next Ryan Seacrest or Howard Stern or Kelly Ripa or Oprah Winfrey. Whatever. Then we're going to be like, yeah, she was saying hi at two months old. Yeah. Remember this? <laughs> yeah. At that point, that's when we knew. We knew. That's when we knew she was. And then the if she doesn't Oprah. do that, then we'll just like forget it ever happened. <laughs> It is such a Southern high. That is definitely the high of a woman who just caught the vapors. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar and to, sorry, Lily. <laughs> wow. You're very sensitive. That is the sound of a dog who just caught the vapors. Uh, <laughs> my name is Jeff Dollar and today I am grateful for a very productive morning yesterday. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for baby snuggles. All right, we have to check in with you, Callie, and I've intentionally not asked you yet Thank today you. because you only allow me to ask you twice a day. Mm-hmm. I haven't asked yet. How are you on a scale of one to ten? I am. I think you were a six yesterday. A six or a seven. I feel a little bit better than I did yesterday, but I'm just. I wish it was something that was fleeting. It, it's just. I don't know. And, you know, I was thinking about it after we talked about it on the show yesterday, how I feel right now. And I'm wondering if it's the pregnancy stuff or here's option B. I wonder if since people are starting to get vaccines and stuff like that, and I can see the light at the end of the tunnel that I'm finally going stir crazy, like the stir crazy that everybody else had 
like last summer, but I was like, well, I'm pregnant. This is a fun time to hang out with Jeff. Like I'm fine. But now that I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and we're like starting to maybe talk about driving to a beach or something, you know what I mean? That I'm feeling anxious and upset because I can't do those things, but we're starting to talk about them as though they might happen sometimes this year. So, and I never had the COVID blues. Did you really once a couple things? Um, one, I don't think it's that. I think it's the pregnancy hormones. Okay. <laughs> we got a lot of voicemails about it. I'm going to play one for you in a second. Um, but, uh, two, I forgot what two was. Oh, that's going to drive me nuts. One blah. And then it was something about the, Oh no, I, at the beginning of what you were just saying, you said, uh, I don't think it's fleeting, but it might be like, you know, this from, from anxiety, from having anxiety for no reason. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have anxiety on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then you wake up and halfway through breakfast on Friday morning, you're like, Oh, I don't feel anxious. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're like, you're putting your peanut butter on your English muffin and you're like, Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I feel fine. Yeah. Need you a little happy dance. We got so many voicemails. People um, love you very much. Very concerned. And I thought this one was worth playing. And you'll hear some of them at the end of the show. But I thought this one was worth playing now because she offers some insight as to her own postpartum, if that's what it is, journey. Thank you so much for being vulnerable. And I think you said a lot of things about just not feeling it and postpartum and stuff that a lot of moms, especially first-time moms, think to themselves but don't know is this normal or what's going on because it's not talked about. So first of all, thank you for being vulnerable and for being a voice to a lot of people who who don't have that, that voice. And I just wanted to say when I was a first-time mom about a year and a half ago, my postpartum anxiety um, didn't start settling in until about 11 or 12 weeks, and I wasn't actually diagnosed with it until about 14 or 15 weeks after having my baby. And so um, i just been there, and I understand, and it's totally normal, and I just wanted to just kind of call and solidify that for you and just tell you you're doing a fantastic job no matter what your day looks like, even if that's one day doing nothing and the next day doing all the things. And you're, you're doing you and the best that you can, and Ellie is going to be eternally grateful for that. So thank you again for your vulnerability and your honesty, and love you, and I appreciate you, and I see you. Oh, I love you. That was so sweet. I. It's really weird. Here's why I feel hesitant to, like, point at it and say postpartum, and you might not understand this, Jeff, but I feel like women might a little more is that I love Ellie so much and she makes me so happy that it feels weird attributing the, like, how I feel with something that has to do with her because she makes me so happy. You know what I mean? So it feels weird to say, oh, well, postpartum, whatever, because it's a result of me being pregnant with her. But it has nothing to do with her. Like, I love her so much, and she really is my joy. So it just is weird, a weird juxtaposition, like, saying, you know. Yeah. That's why I'm like, no, 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 no. It has to be something else because this thing right here makes me happier than anything in the entire world. Like, she, you know. she. You mean this thing? (laughs) (laughs) That thing. She, um, She would never hurt me, right? 
That's you right. Think. Like it, but, it can't because she. There's so much joy in my relationship with her and how I feel about her. Like my heart just wants to explode twenty four seven. So to me, I'm like, well, it's not that I don't like her or I'm frustrated with motherhood or anything like that. I love it. Like I would, if I could, and I didn't own a business and we didn't have stuff to do, I would sit in bed with her all day and just snuggle and like eat bonbons and watch TV. But let me, let me, cause you know, I love a good analogy. Mm -hmm. So let me throw this out there at you. Lily, our dog loves you unconditionally. Yeah. Greatest thing in the world, mm -hmm. right? Would never do anything to hurt you. Yeah. But when you've left the house for a long time, which could even be 15 minutes, and you come home and she's so enthusiastic and she's jumping up on you and 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 so excited to see you, it's possible that she could cut your arm with her claw. Right? She All could right. scrape your arm. So she loves you so much, but she could still do something. It's not her fault. She didn't do it intentionally, but she could do, still do something that would hurt your arm and, and you would have to go put a Band-Aid on it. And, mm -hmm. and for the next week while it was healing up, you would be like, oh, that hurts. Right. But it's a, it's it's doesn't mean she doesn't love you. It just means it's a thing that happened. Yeah. You don't like my analogy. I do. I actually thought that was pretty good. Mm. I just don't want to like ever. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, all right, well, I won't ask you again until tomorrow. Thank you. I um, have uh, a, I don't know if this is a game or whatever. I just want, I found a couple of stories that were, were bad guys, maybe doing good things. Okay. The first one I'm going to admit is a stretch to fall into that category. The second one is very clearly a bad guy doing a good thing. Okay. Um, so I would just like your input on these. Okay. The the first, and, and you may want to pay attention to this if you live in Tennessee, um, especially in a town called Crossville, Tennessee, because the Powers Law Firm is on Valentine's Day giving away a free divorce. Oh my God. <laughs> So you could argue, you could argue both sides of that. You could be like, hey, you guys are making it way too easy to end a marriage, mm -hmm. right? You stood mm -hmm. in front of your friends and family and you made a vow, probably in front of God, you make a vow. Probably in front of God. Well, some people leave God out of their, their ceremonies, yeah. so I'm not, so whoever, but you make a, you make a vow and this company, this law firm is making it easy to, to get out of that. So or... That, or right. I think it is a nice, it is a good way to get someone out of a bad relationship because maybe someone doesn't want to leave because they feel like they don't have any money. Or it's two people who are like, we should not, we should not have married each other. Yeah. But we can't get out of it now. So uh, Timothy Sexton, who is a paralegal at the law firm, uh, gave out some details and said, basically, people can apply to win all the legal services that would come during the split, including the court costs, uh, you have to go to the website Powers Law Firm. Mm -hmm. and I'm assuming you have to be a resident of Cross or a resident of Tennessee, right? Because that's where you practice law. Laws right. are different in every state, um, and you have to enter by February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. You have to explain why you want to call it quits. You know what's so depressing about that? Obviously, if you're entering, you're not in a good relationship and probably 
you don't have the extra cash just throwing it, throw, you're not throwing around cash, right? So how depressing is it to fill out that whole thing and to pour your heart into why you're miserable? Oh no, and then not win. And then not win. And then you're just like, oh wait, I'm really miserable and I'm even more miserable than I realized because I was writing about it. And now, or, or is he a genius because that's how he's going to get more clients? Or then he offers everybody who entered half price divorces. Oh my God. That's or, what you would do. You know what the worst You'd is? You'd be like, hey, you texted us. You didn't win. However. Would you like $100 would off? Would you like $100 off your divorce? Or the 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 worst thing, worst thing to, th- that could happen is if somebody, if I'm thinking about getting a divorce, right? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure Callie's not Which into you're me. not. Right. But if I was thinking about it, <coughs> excuse me, and I was thinking like, Eh, Callie might be over me. I don't know. Let me, you know what? Let me just throw this at her. And you're like, well, I guess if it's free, we might as well try. And then we don't win. And now you know that I wanted a divorce and I talked to you. I think that's a stretch. Uh, And then the second bad guy or good guy, this happened in Oregon, a carjacker jumps into a Honda Pilot. So obviously a carjacker with not terrific ambitions. Um, That is not true, and I will tell you why. Why? Because Honda, there's a part in a Honda that Honda makes at a platinum for some reason. It's it's like either super high-end cars or randomly Honda and that thieves steal. And I know that because my sister had a Honda and somebody stole something from underneath her car that made it not run. So she took it to the shop and the guy at the shop was like, oh yeah, people steal this part. Cause for whatever reason, oh, that was Honda when- makes it really expensive. So yeah. Didn't that happen? Uh, Honda owners. If you didn't know that there's a part in your car, that's crazy expensive that people I re- want I knew, street value. I knew you then because every Honda in her parking garage yeah. didn't, didn't start that day. Yeah. So someone was there taking Honda parts that they were going to sell. Jacked up. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, this guy jumps into the Honda Pilot and takes off because she pulled into a uh, grocery store Mm -hmm. and ran in to pick up her pickup order Mm -hmm. and left it running. He gets two blocks away and sees that her four-year-old is in the back seat. Oh, my God. So he whips around the block, pulls back into the parking lot where the he stole the car from and sees mom out front hysterical, rolls down the window and screams at the mom about how irresponsible she is to leave her child in a running car, makes the four-year-old get out. And, and then, then he steals the car? Takes off again in the pilot. <laughs> Good guy or bad guy? Bad guy. That was not me, by the way. Ellie just burped. Oh, whatever. Um, no, totally a bad guy. But I will say, remember we were talking about that app that tells you about the crime around you, the citizen app that I downloaded that I can't stop, you know, looking at. After having the citizen app, I will no longer be leaving my car running for dogs, humans, whatever. I'll either be taking them out of the car or not taking them and lock and locking it. Like even while you absolutely pu- even, no more. Even while you pump gas. No, I always lock my door now when I get gas, which I'm not even getting gas anymore. Jeff's getting informed me because apparently we're living in a crime riddled neighborhood. I don't know. Um, the uh, uh, we're not living in a crime riddled neighborhood. We just crime riddled city. And it is. I there was some like stat that um, I think that Instagram account that we're both obsessed with 
ATL, ATL scoop. scoop. Oh man. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I want to know who runs it too. Cause they occasionally post things about people that I know. And I'm like, who, who is that? Um, if you live in Atlanta and you're on Instagram, you should, and you should not follow ATL scoop. Yeah. Because they report on a lot of crimes that I think are too small for TV stations to cover. Right. Like they're not going to cover like a broken window at an apartment complex or but, something. But they'll, the and they do it all with pictures. So people submit pictures and you see these apartment communities with 10 cars with the windows smashed out. Yeah. Or um, the, they're not carjackings, but like while you're pumping gas, you're pumping the gas and somebody gets in your driver's seat. So the minute you take the pump out of the car, they just start your car and leave. Yeah. Because you're standing outside it. That's a carjacking, I think. Whatever. But they they report all those things. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to get – when I pump gas, I'm going to get out of the car. Put, Lock it. Put the club on the steering wheel. Oh, my God. We need the club. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Ellie's very upset about this. So, anyways, uh, you think that that guy's a bad guy? Oh, 5,000%. Yeah. Uh all right, that's all I got for my this round of good guy or bad guy. <laughs> I actually really like that segment. We should do that again. That's fun. It just happened to be two news stories that I saw on the same day, but I'll I'll see if they come up again. I am in denial. Okay, I think that there are going to be people listening to this that totally are the same way, and you might be this way too. I know that my computer is running slow, but I'm in denial about it being time to get a new computer because I don't want to deal with it. So I'm just acting like it's not slow. And every time I type in a, like a web page or something like that, I, it goes like one letter at a time, you know, like I'll type the whole thing and it'll be like W W W dot cat C A L L. Like it's so slow. Or when you go to start it up, it takes like four minutes rather than 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. And I am in such denial that something's wrong with my computer because I just don't want to deal with it because getting a new computer is so daunting. And it's the same thing. Like when your phone starts slowing down or whatever, like how much do you put it off? Do you ever do that? I did that. You're like, ah, oh, it's not really, it's fine. It's just my imagination. I did that with my last. Yeah, Ellie. Yes, Ellie. <laughs> I did that with my last iPhone. Sometimes I would open to take a picture on my iPhone mm -hmm. and the camera, it would just be like white. And, and I mean, this went on for six months and I finally figured out that if I wanted to take a picture, I would have to close every app and then for some reason open something. I think it was like Snapchat or something. Yeah. Open Snapchat and take a picture in Snapchat, then close Snapchat, then the camera would work. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, and I dealt, but I dealt with it for like six months. I'm sure you're like, well, if I get a new phone, yep. it's going to take forever to set up, which is, by the way, such an old school thing, I feel like, because now computers and phones, when you get a new one, it's like, Does you not know, set it next to this thing and we'll keep everything exactly the same and it'll be fine. And I just, I wonder if I'll ever get over the early 2000s tech things, you know, like having to plug your phone into your computer for it to update and stuff like that. Remember when I you still am like triggered by that. When you would get a new phone and they would do the transfer for you at the AT&T store or whatever. Yes, I do remember that. And the fear when they took your phone in the back. You're like, what if it's never coming back? Yep. Or also like, what do I have on there? You know, not me. I was an angel. <laughs> um, you know, when I did that recently was, uh, remember the, that weird thing with our garage door where like yes. one, one wheel do you know how they fix that no well first tell what was happening our garage door 
like every other time it would close, one of the little wheels would pop out of the track and just sit off to the, and it would just like come loose. And I think we dealt with it for a month. Yeah, we did. And finally I saw <laughs> the the guy, the builder or whatever, and I asked him, he's like, oh, I can have the garage door guy come by. He's going to be here Tuesday. Yeah. So the guy at garage door came by. You know what he did? What? WD-40 on the springs. That's it? That's it. And for like a month, we're like, yeah. Yep. And then he says to me, he's like, you know, you're supposed to oil these uh, once a year. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I know. I'm not, I know. I'm just, you know, we're it's not my house. Yeah, we're renting. So I, I didn't know when he last did it. But of course, yeah. Oil your garage door springs. I know that. Yeah, I mean, that's so obvious. When we received our Brooklyn and sheets, there was a little note inside that said these sheets, which, by the way, right out of the packaging, were so unbelievably soft. The note said these sheets are going to get even softer the more you wash them. I didn't believe it. It's absolutely true. Every morning, I wake up in the most comfortable sheets I've ever slept in, and that's counting some pretty nice hotels. You can have these sheets in your house as well from a company called Brooklinen. They've got over 50,000 five-star reviews online, and they've got a 365-day money-back guarantee. Brooklinen is so much more than sheets. They've also got comforters and pillows and towels, even loungewear. It's 2021. Do something nice for yourself to start the new year. And to help you do that, Brooklinen has a special offer. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code UPSIDE to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code UPSIDE to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. Brooklinen.com, promo code UPSIDE at checkout. I think we are all still in the mood to be comfortable. At least I am. And the thing I love about Rothy's is that you don't have to sacrifice style to be comfortable. These are the most comfortable flats ever. Yes, I said ever. Definitely Cali approved. And there is zero break in period. What's more remarkable than that is that they're made out of recycled water bottles. So these are water bottles that otherwise would have wound up in a landfill and Rothy's takes those and they turn them into beautiful shoes and bags. And if you don't believe me, maybe you'll believe a little publication called um, Vogue. Vogue calls Rothy's a personal obsession and health says they're the most comfortable shoes on earth. Plus, Rothy's come with free shipping and free returns on eligible items. So if you decide that you don't like them or you want a different style, you can exchange them no problem. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. One of the best parts of being a kid is breakfast cereal. But as you get older and you start to realize what's in that cereal, you make some hard choices and the cereal often gets put up on the shelf because it's full of sugar and other junk that you probably shouldn't be eating. Then you find out about Magic Spoon. No sugar, 11 grams of protein and only three net grams of carbs in every serving. It's because so many people have asked Magic Spoon, now you can build your very own custom variety box. You can choose from the best-selling cocoa. You can choose from fruity, frosted, and blueberry flavors, plus brand new flavors, including peanut butter and cinnamon. You put your own box together. It tastes amazing. 
It could almost be too good to be true, but I've had it and it's not. It's also keto-friendly, it's gluten-free, it's grain-free, it's soy-free, it's low-carb, and it's GMO-free. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside to build your own custom variety box and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code UPSIDE at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash upside and use the code upside for free shipping. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring our podcast this week. Today's quote of the day is, if you are working on something exciting that you really care about, you don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. All right, here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Number one, nearly six in 10 Americans answered a survey and said that they would rather have one day off a month to use is like, they called it a life administrative day, like a day where they can pay their bills, okay. go to the dentist, get their tires fixed on their car, whatever. Mm -hmm. They would rather have that than a 10% raise. No, I wouldn't. Well, you wouldn't and I wouldn't, I don't think, because we're so lucky in the jobs that we have and the hours that we have. Yeah. But think about it when you had your old nine to five job with your hour long commute. Yeah. So every day from eight until sometimes 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. You were gone. So when could you, if you had to go to the bank for some reason, you had to go to the dentist, whatever, you'd take time off of work. Yeah. And even then you had a flexible boss. Yeah. True. Yeah. No, so, I get it. Um, yeah, and then they, uh, they, people when asked what you would do with this day, they said, I would respond to messages and emails, make phone calls, deal with customer service issues, and cross to-do lists out of their planner. So basically the same thing you're doing at work. Yeah. You're just doing it for yourself. Uh, my second random thing is if you don't have any energy or are feeling unmotivated while you're working from home, Caroline. Yes. Here's something you might want to do. Get rid of clutter. Clutter in your working or living space makes it more difficult for your subconscious brain to con or makes it more difficult for your conscious brain to concentrate. This happens subconsciously and it causes your causes your brain to become more tired. So you can't mm. focus. Well, we definitely know that's true for you. Yes. You cannot handle it. No, I have to have a tidy workspace. If I don't have a tidy workspace, I am not. And since our house is our workspace, you have to have a tidy house. I just have to have a tidy studio. Like if the studio's yes. tidy and the area I can see outside of the studio is tidy. Okay. That works. But if the kitchen's cluttered, I know it in the back of my head. Yeah. Me nuts. All right. My third random thing. The average woman owns 10 pairs of jeans, but only wears 30% of those. So she owns 10 pairs of jeans, only wears three. Do you think 30% figure is accurate? Yes. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I there's like sometimes that you'll think, oh, I remember those jeans. Those were really cute. Why don't I wear those? Every once in a blue moon outside of the three. And then you'll wear them and they're like super uncomfortable or something dumb like that. And then you're like, oh, this is why I don't wear that pair of jeans. But maybe someday I will. And then you just don't and they stay in your closet. And why, do, why, don't you, to clutter. why don't you just goodwill them or sell them? I don't know. 
Because maybe they'll be less comfortable in six months when you try them on again. Maybe they'll be or less more. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this the noisiest show we've ever done? We've oh my had- gosh. Yes. I'm like rocking a baby on my lap. Sadie's yelling at us to go outside. Like everybody just needs to calm down in this room. Lily yelled at me when I sat down next to her. Lily yelled at you. Show. I forgot about that. Here comes Sadie back to yell at us again. Sadie, just give us three minutes. We have three minutes left of the show. And She's those, like, I don't care. You let me out right now. And those are my three random things. I have a beautiful human alert. Now, you know that the National Guard has been sleeping in the U.S. Capitol. Yeah, You've there's seen like, the photos. Yeah, there's like 20,000 or maybe it's up to 25,000. There's a crazy number of National Guard's people in D.C. protecting against anything that might come up over the next couple of days. And the first wave that got there had to sleep on the hard marble floors of the U.S. Capitol. Which they've been doing so, um, and they, I, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Valiantly? Yeah. The, well, the interviews that I saw with them on the first day, they didn't want to set up their cots because they didn't want the cots to hurt the floor of the Capitol. It's like, what? That just like makes my heart burst. Yeah. Um, so anyways... A couple members of Congress ordered pizza for them. So they ordered 150 pies. Then the CEO of the pie company, like the pizza pie. Why am I calling it a pizza pie? A pizza. (laughs) What is wrong with me? Did I just turn 95? Um, (laughs) Of the pizza company called We the Pizza. That is it. Get it? (laughs) You should write that down with your ink pen in case you're ever in D.C. and you need a pizza pie. (laughs) Okay, anyway, so the ink, CEO. Ink, ink pen's a grandma phrase, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the CEO found out about that. They matched the order and sent more. And they're actually now planning on sending 300 pizzas a day. And for everyone, like you can go to their website, wethepizza.com, and it has a place where you can send a pizza to feed our, the men and women serving our country, and they will match everyone. So you can buy one, and then the company will donate another one. That's great. What a great way to support a locally owned restaurant during yes. this crazy time mm-hmm. and show your appreciation to the service men and women protecting the country. That's cool. Very S- cool. Send them a pizza pie. Today is Tuesday. Yes, it is. Which means? That tomorrow's Wednesday. No, it means that, number one, it's garbage day, which you should be very excited yes. about. Yes, everybody. If what, There's nothing more satisfactory than looking outside after the garbage guys have come and saw that they took everything. It's Jeff's favorite day of the week. There's every n- week. Never been a day that they haven't taken everything. <laughs> but there's still a joy when you see that they have taken everything, especially when you have like a stray box or a bag. Right. So that happens today. Also, what happens today is our Pick Me Up comes out. It is a newsletter that we put out. Uh, Katie Burke writes it for us and it goes out once a week and it's just full of stuff that makes you feel good. And, you know, I don't know. Good vibe. Good. I know there's a lot of reasons to get it this week, but the, the reason I'll be reading it is Katie is including a pimento cheese recipe mm-hmm. that she says is the greatest. It was her mom's recipe. Katie has it and is sharing it with everybody in the pick me up newsletter. And uh, I have never made pimento cheese like homemade, I haven't either. Homemade pimento cheese. Which is weird because it doesn't seem like it would be that hard, but I don't know. So we're going to, uh, so maybe tomorrow night for dinner, we'll have some pimento cheese on crackers followed by a pizza pie. 
<laughs> um, I'll write that down with my ink pen so I don't forget. That was a stretch. Sorry, I was just trying to figure out a way to say ink pen again. Um, there's also some videos <laughs> that you're going to love that are going to melt your heart. And a COVID nurse wins the lottery. So we've got some good news in there as well. You can sign up by going to CallieandJeff.com and click on the Pick Me Up tab, the newsletter tab. Sign up. It will be delivered to your inbox every Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. I don't know if this is common or uh, if I'm just a weirdo, but I realized over the past few days that I have a favorite stove burner. Doesn't everyone? Oh, really? Bottom right. Yeah, mine's the bottom right too. Yeah, I think everyone's is the bottom right. Well, I think it depends. Like it, it depends on what the size of it is and what. Because I don't think it was the bottom right one. It was for me at the old house. The I bottom think, right one. I think it's the bottom left one was the one that I liked at the old house. I'm a bottom right girl through and through. But you, so it doesn't matter. You just like the location of it. It doesn't matter to you the size of the. That is correct. And I, if I remember correctly, that drives you nuts. Yeah. When you, I have a big, a big pot of water and I'm boiling it on. A small burner. It's drives Jeff's crazy. It'll take four months. She does like this tiny little burner that you that I don't even know why it exists. Like maybe to toast a marshmallow for a s'more <laughs> or whatever. But every stove has that tiny little burner. Yeah. And she'll put she's like like six people are coming over, so we're gonna cook two pounds of pasta and she puts the kettle up on the stove and puts it on that burner. I'm like, that water's gonna get hot by my fifty-fourth birthday. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I just like, I don't know. It's just easy. I don't even think about it. I don't look at the size of the burner. I'm just like, oh, this is a stove and I have a pot of water. I'll just put it anywhere. Yeah, I have. I 100% have a favorite burner. It's the top. It's the bottom right one. And I know exactly where it has to be set for different things that I'm cooking. So good. I'm glad I'm not a weirdo. But you are an old person. Really? Ink pen pizza pie? (laughs) Hi, Callie. Um, I saw your Instagram post and you looked so, so sad. And I just wanted to say I have days like that too. I've actually been like that for the last two weeks where I work from home and I have not been able to get motivated and do a single thing. Like I've really been slacking. Um, Like all my work is getting done, but it's just, I don't know. I, I feel you, I totally feel you, but I'm sure your brain is just being really hard on itself um, because you inspire me and you are like the coolest person I follow. So um, you're doing great. You're just having an off week and next week, maybe even tomorrow we'd be better. And thank you for all you do. And thank you for the show. And thank you for your content on Instagram. And we all love you. Bye, Callie. We are doing it in our house. We are eating healthier because it is the new year and we are trying to do that. And we're doing pretty well so far. But here's the thing. We also like snacks in our house. We also like sugary flavored snacks in our house because we both have a sweet tooth. Now we have found Monk Pack. They are snacks that taste like our sugary favorite treats, but with one gram of sugar or less. Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars contain just one gram of sugar, two grams of net carbs, and they're only 140 calories. So 
They're great for anyone that is living a keto lifestyle. We are not, but since we like sugary snacks in our house, they're a great grab and go treat that we can just grab and not feel super guilty about. They are keto friendly, but they're also gluten free, grain free, plant based, and non GMO. They have no soy, trans fat, sugar alcohols, or artificial colors. My personal favorite flavor is the coconut cocoa chip. So good and a great little sweet snack. Try it for yourself and you'll see. We have a special deal for our Upside listeners. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering the code UPSIDE at checkout. And Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, just go to monkpack.com. That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product. Then enter the code UPSIDE at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. We thank them for sponsoring this show. Hey guys, this is Taylor from Atlanta. I just wanted to call in and say, Jeffrey Dollar, you do not do work for people for free. Don't do it. This guy is calling you and asking you to forward emails that are years old. If they were important to him, he should have saved them. If he needs them badly enough now, he can go back and find them. It's not your job to dig through old emails and find them for him to send to him for his new job now. That's above and beyond. If you guys were friends, sure, no big deal. But you just kind of sort of know each other, your acquaintances in the field. You shouldn't be bending over backwards for him. Just my two cents. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Hey, guys, this is Kara. Today I am grateful for my car. And I'm calling about episode 465 when Jeff is talking about the stove top popcorn. And I just wanted to tell you that you don't need some special kettle or anything like that unless you just want that for the whole nostalgic factor. You can just do it in any kind of soft pan or anything else. Um, Google it. A lot easier. Not another kitchen device to try to store and easier cleanup. That's it. Love you guys. Bye. So I'm listening to Monday's show and you guys are talking about meal planning and how you're doing with resolutions. I'm a little bit behind. And I know, like, this probably isn't going to be groundbreaking or earth-shattering or anything, but one of the things that I do at home that helps me stick to a meal plan and also helps me remember to take out things out of the freezer is I just bought, like, a little um, magnetic board that goes right on my refrigerator in the kitchen, and it's just super small and I just write out what we're having for the week and I put it right on the refrigerator where I know that I'm going to see it and so I'm able to glance up at it and if I notice that um, we're having chicken for you know Thursday night's dinner then I'll remember to take it out of the freezer and take it out a couple days in advance. I don't personally take out meat for the whole week just because that kind of skews me out having it sit in there but just a thought, they have lots of super cute things that you can get from Target or on Amazon, little menu boards to help you plan. So just a little trick for you. Bye. When I say life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you, I really don't know if that's true. <laughs> I'm just making a conscious choice to perceive challenges as something beneficial so that I can deal with them in the most productive way. 